to a very special edition of Bridging the Political Gap. We are stepping out of our current documentary format to do a very special tribute to former Myrtle Beach Mayor John Rhodes, who passed away on January the 17th, uh, 2021. He had agreed about a month or so ago to coming on for the beginning of season two of this broadcast when we would be doing more of an interview format rather than the documentary that we've been doing. And I'm pretty sad about the fact that he will not be able to be that first guest. So we put together a tribute to him, and I hope that it will bring him to some of you who maybe didn't know him or those of you who only saw him from a distance. Okay. <laughs> 
don't know if you keep up with the uh, National Geographic magazine, but the October issue, uh, the editor of it, uh, editor-in-chief, Super Goldberg, uh, stated that in 2050, two-thirds of our urban population, two-thirds of the population of the world will live in urban areas. But unfortunately, most of those urban areas will not it will be unplanned, it will be unhealthy, it will be unsustainable. I think we're setting the bar a little bit higher than that. Thank you very much. Randall spoke on a lot. He covered a lot of areas. There's one area that we need to pay attention to also. And that's our youth. Our children that are being bullied in schools. They become depressed and feel they don't fit in. Our school systems need to pay more attention to what's going on in the halls. Our youth today become depressed because of so much pressure is put on them by our society. They have to understand that there is a place in society for everyone and that everyone has that opportunity to fit in and grow. But they have to be taken care of and they have to be identified and they have to be nurtured. So I'm all about looking out for our future and give them the chance to grow and become a great part of our society. So let's get on our schools and let's get them to pay more attention to our youth in our schools and cut out the bullying. Thank you very much for coming.
We're going to see a tremendous return on our investment. Ordinance 2009-26, Ms. Grove. Ordinance to enact Chapter 2, Article 6, Division 6, as a local option tourism development fee, providing the revenues available to the city shall be used for owner-occupied tax credits and the construction or renovation of tourism-related facilities. Mr. Lee, the version that you uh, gave first reading to has not been changed uh, since you gave first reading to it. Revives that the um, 1% fee would be uh, instituted um, in year three. The state law provides that 20% of the monies received would come back to the city. Um, a minimum of 20% of that would be used for property tax relief for owner-occupied homes. In the first version that you passed, uh, you provided that all of the money received uh, by the city would be used to credit the operating millage on owner-occupied homes, and then any left money left would go towards uh, capital projects, tourism capital-related pro capital projects. Move for adoption as approved in first reading. Second. Have a motion and a second. Uh, you as a council uh, stood strong and stood fast and showed the courage to invest in your community when others were scaling back and running from problems. And I think we've seen the benefits of that today. So thank you all very much for your confidence and your commitment to the community. Question for Scott real quick. Cause I don't think... Scott, what are you seeing in sports tourism, the promotions there? Are you uh, the reception that we're getting from the uh, facilities that we have to offer? Well... The good news is this year is, you know, we started to, as you see the core plan that we have here, we're starting to utilize those same principles and tactics in helping Dan and her group, specifically the sports department. But Scott, the thing is, you can't be disappointed in a one-stop deal, because if you look at Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, there's not an airport in the resort that you can go west without a stop. So it's no big deal. We can stop in Atlanta, stop in Charlotte. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Thank you. On behalf of the City Council, the Downtown Redevelopment Corporation, and the Oceanfront Merchants Association, and all of our residents of Myrtle Beach, welcome to our new boardwalk. Something that we've waited over 50 years to have. Now we've got it. Let's embrace it. Mayor Hatley from North Myrtle Beach. You know, what you people have to understand is that, is that we have an organization called the Coastal Alliance, and that's the mayors on this side of the waterway. We meet once a month to discuss issues that involve all of us together. By working together, we're able to go to our state house of representatives, our state senators, our congressmen in Washington, and our senators in Washington, and say, we need $42 million for beach renourishment. We need $10 million for stormwater outfalls. And because of this organization we've gotten, the closest we have, we go and speak as one voice. And it's been absolutely the most beneficial thing that we've been able to create in a long time. So I want to thank Mayor Deaton and Mayor Hallett for coming uh, to the uh, River Game. Thank you. It was not given to you. The boardwalk is 1.2 miles long. It took nine months to build. It has 770,000 board feet of lumber. 270,000 nails, and more than a half a million screws and 10,000 bolts. So we think it's going to be here for a while. 
John Rhodes' accomplishments as mayor of Myrtle Beach are staggering, and there's no doubt in my mind he will be considered one of the two or three most consequential figures in Horry County history. He confronted some huge issues head-on, without any hesitation at all, and with no other agenda other than doing what was in the best interest of Myrtle Beach and its citizens. And he's going to be missed. But, uh, you know, I want to thank the citizens of Myrtle Beach um, for allowing me the privilege. I've been your mayor for the last 12 years. It has been quite an honor. I want to thank eight members of council, sir, which includes Chuck Martino, Susan Grissom Means, and my six members here. As we've worked together, and I truly believe that we've made a difference, that we have carried this city forward, as Wendy's eloquent said, and things we've been able to accomplish. But we accomplished that, not as an I, as a team, but providing unification within our council and moving our city forward. City staff, city employees, they're the best they are. They care about this city. And you see that whenever we have a problem with a disaster, how quick they're there to clean this city up, to prepare it for tourists to come back. But not only that, prepared for our residents, our citizens, to be comfortable again. You cannot ask for more. Terry, thank you. So my children, my grandchildren, who've all supported me in 12 years. I know sometimes it's been difficult, and I've been difficult. But Terry, you've always been there. It's been a great ride, and I've enjoyed every day. I've enjoyed, most of all, that opportunity to represent this city. And Mike, I agree with you. I rode with passion. I wish the new council, Greg, and Jackie, the best. Most all, Brendan, I want you to leave with passion and lead us a team. I know you can do it. We cannot afford to go backwards. We must continue to go forward. That's what he said, and Rama said, we're there if you ever need us for anything, because we do love this city. It's our top priority. So, as mayor, <clears throat> Every day you wake up, every night you go to bed, the welfare of the city of the beach has to be number one. And as the mayor, I hand that to you. Congratulations. Well, you'll have an act in January, not wherever you have the next. So, with that,